Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. The last weekend or so of every August, it's usually time for me to head to La Crosse, Wisconsin for the Great River Folk Festival. And one of the musicians that also headed there in 2017 was Cody Dikoff, who on stage is known as Chicago Farmer. I caught a couple of his performances and was wowed by his combination of masterful storytelling, heartfelt tunes, and evocative singing. It took me a while to track him down to be on my show, but it's your happy day that we are joined today by Cody Dikoff, a.k.a. Chicago Farmer, on the phone right now from Illinois. Cody, I'm really looking forward to having you here today for Song of the Soul. Hey, it's great to be chatting with you. This has been long anticipated by me ever since I saw you at the Great River Folk Festival last year. You know what would be my perfect center stage? would be you and John Prine performing together. Would you like that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be an understatement. He's definitely a hero of mine, especially since he's you know, an Illinois boy originally. That'd be, that's a bucket list dream come true. I read on your website, Cody, that you started out your first music you were gravitating to, or at least, uh, you know, I guess maybe it's in your teens or whatever. You know, you were punk rock and all of that. Yeah, I was trying to um, just rebel against the uh, stuff that was on the radio in the early 90s, I suppose. And when the grunge and punk rock alternative came around, it, it definitely spoke to me then more than what was already on the radio. So I think I kind of gravitated towards that a little bit. One day I was listening to some kind of harder rock, punk rock music at a friend's house. And I went downstairs and his dad was singing this old Hank Williams song on a uh, flat top acoustic guitar. And it just really blew me away and introduced me to a whole other style of music. A much simpler music that really kind of spoke more to me in my small town, rural farming roots. Was that going to your roots? I thought you were into the act of rebellion, or did you rebel against rebelling? <laughs> I guess I did rebel against rebelling. I was just looking for something different, and I was kind of looking for something that was maybe a little bit more complicated, and I found out gravitating towards something that was more simplistic. I just fell in love with it right away, and then I figured out I could put three chords together and make up some songs of my own and just kind of hit the road from there. So you mentioned small town background. Where were you at? I grew up in Delavan, Illinois, population 2,000 back then, population 1,700 now. We've dropped a few hundred people in the last 20 years. It's a small town in central Illinois, kind of right in between Chicago and St. Louis. You know, looking back on it now, it was a great place to grow up and a great place to live. I had an amazing supportive family and some great teachers, but it was kind of a drag at the time when I was a kid. But now, you know, I'm grateful and thankful looking back at my small town roots, even though at the time I couldn't wait to get out of there. And do you have kids now? I don't. I'm happily married for 10 and a half years, and we have a dog. Aren't you worried that Chicago's going to be a bad influence on your dog? <laughs> 
Well, I grew up in a small town of Delavan, and then I lived in Chicago for about 10 years, and now we live in Bloomington, Illinois. So we kind of went from a small town to a huge city to a medium-sized town, and I think the medium-sized treats us really well. We get a little bit of that small-town feel, but we also have some things to do. So let's talk a little bit about your music. You said, you know, you learned three chords, and so now you can make a song, right? Was your first song an attempt to be Hank Williams or John Prine or someone? No, I, I was already pretty much into the harder stuff, so I had this electric guitar and this generic half-stack amp speaker in my basement, and I would just wail on smoke on the water for about four or five hours a day. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you got it, perfectly in tune. And uh, once I switched to the acoustic, yeah, I don't know, kind of really some quirky writing came out of me pretty quickly. I, being from a small town, I had a lot of study halls, so I spent a lot of time in those study halls writing, and eventually the writing started to rhyme and became songs. Back in 2013, I put out an album called Back and Forth Illinois, and it was really a turn back to my small-town roots. And the first song off of it is called Everybody in This Town, which pretty much is about everybody knowing everything about you about maybe a second after you do, sometimes even before you do. <laughs> Let's listen to it. We'll talk about it right away. Our guest today is Cody Dekoff, and on stage he's known as Chicago Farmer everybody in this town. I woke up this morning with the last night's blues Tied one on but I lost my shoes I don't need a paper to know the news Think I'll just go uptown Everybody there's throwing around my name Seems like I'm always catching that
Memphis blues Time won't on but I lost my shoes Now it's no secret me and Miley's news Everybody knows by now Our guest today for Song of the Soul is Cody Dikoff. When he's on stage, you call him Chicago Farmer. That's his song, Everybody in This Town. His website, by the way, is chicagofarmer.com. I guess maybe the farmer is your roots, Cody, and Chicago, we don't think about farming there so much, although, you know, there's been some really cool stuff people are doing with respect to schools, growing, teaching in town. Why Chicago Farmer? Yeah, you're right. There actually is some urban farming going on and even a, an organic brewery and some rooftop farming. But long before that came along, it was just some plain dirt farming in central Illinois. My entire family was pretty much farmers, grandparents and uncles. My dad kind of took a different path. He loved music and he hated people telling him what to do. So he was kind of became his own boss and person. I think that's definitely rubbed off on me. And After I had experienced about 30 different dead-end jobs, I kind of decided I was tired of people telling me what to do, too. So I decided I'm just going to go for the music thing and moved to Chicago after I played in the two restaurants and the two bars and everyone's garage in Bellevue. I moved from that small town to the big city. And somebody said I was going to be the urban cowboy, but that was already taken. So I came up with the name Chicago Farmer. Everybody in this town, that whole feeling of being in a town, you say anything, you know it's going to come back because everybody knows everybody, right? Is that a bad thing to you? It's not. I mean, the things that we're going through, you do seem alone, but there are also good things about small towns that I love. There is a sense of community. You know, I often get invited or asked to come play a benefit for somebody in town, whether they're sick or whether they're on some bad luck or we're in a car accident, and I try to do those as much as I can. And when you get to something like that and you see the community coming together to pick each other up, it's amazing. You know, you might have gotten in a fight with somebody the week before, but if they're down, you're going to go pick them up, and you know they do the same thing for you too. So it has its ups and its downs, but I think overall the sense of community and the sense of I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine, and if you fall, I'll pick you up, and if I fall, you know, hopefully you'll be there too. I think there is a certain pride and thing about that that I admire about my small town. And when you're living in Chicago, you know, this is the big urban environment. I lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for some years. I now live out in the country outside of a small town called Eau Claire, 60,000 people. It's quite a different environment. When I moved from Milwaukee up to Eau Claire, one thing I found is people talked to me on the street, including women, you know, whereas in Milwaukee, they just keep their eyes away. You don't want to engage with a, a male stranger, I don't think. And just a couple of years ago here, I had a flat tire. Three different people stopped to help me, and a couple men got out, and they took over changing the tire for me just to have a good time <laughs> together. I don't think that that's a real Chicago thing, but maybe I'm, you know, I'm probably ascribing characteristics to Chicago that don't really fit. What was it like living there for you? Well, I feel like the neighborhoods used to be kind of like small towns. You know, everybody looked after each other. If somebody on your block was sick, you know, people would come together to bring them food and comfort and take care of them. And there was the little corner store on every block that everybody went to that corner store to buy all their goods. And now, you know, living in a neighborhood, you might not even know people in your own building. For me, when I moved to Wicker Park 
in the early 2000s, there was kind of an alt-country, folky art scene really happening. So when I got in there, I, I couldn't have been more excited. And uh, I love meeting different kind of people in different cultures. And at the time, the neighborhood was really booming. And, you know, everybody either had an instrument on their back or they were covered in paint. It was just uh, a lot of creativity in that neighborhood at the time when I moved there. So it was exciting and scary. But at the same time, uh, I felt at home pretty quick. But uh, it was funny. I got to know my grandparents really well. I think they're really a big part of my roots. And even when I was in Chicago, they kept inspiring me, even when I was up there. And the funny thing was, when I was younger, I used to, when I'd get in trouble, my parents would send me to work on the farm with Grandpa. And, you know, it really was no punishment at all. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. So, <laughs> And uh, kind of a song that, you know, will tell you that they inspired me at home, but they also kept inspiring me in Chicago is my song, The $20 Bill. $20 bill. That used to be big money, huh? Yeah. My grandfather's from the small town of Bells, and like I said, he still lives in the same house he grew up in, but my grandma was from Peoria, which at the time was kind of the big city in central Illinois, and, and it was kind of a harder town, you know, it was home of Richard Pryor and very blue-collar river town, and so my grandma kind of had some street smarts, and when I started traveling around the country, she was giving me a 5 or $10 bill to keep in my shoe in case of emergency. And then when I moved to Chicago in the early 2000s, she gave me a raise and upped it to a $20 bill. I think we're going to play the song and people understand what you're talking about in full. Again, folks, we're speaking with Cody Dekoff, also known as Chicago Farmer. Here is the $20 bill. Last down on the farm, you know just... Tilling around It's just me and Grandpa Waiting on a familiar sound Come half past eleven We'd both hear Grandma's voice Saying it's time to eat, you'd better bring it in, boys. Well, the food's out on the table, I's ready to take my place. She pulled me aside once while Grandpa. Washing his face She said he won't need this now, boy Oh, but someday you will She said keep this in your shoe It was a $20 bill
in my heart You're twine in my shoe Well, I was up there in the city You know, just killing my time Yeah, the show's over early So I was just blowing my mind A man came up to me And tried to ruin all my fun He pushed me to the ground Hold out a gun He said if you've no money Boy this'll be the end of you I said hold on a minute I've a 20 in my shoe Well, he leaned in there real close And he stared in disbelief When I reached for that 20 You know I sized up that thief He never saw it coming Oh, I took that man's life Cause next to grandma's 20 I keep grandpa's knife Grandma and grandpa Don't make them like you anymore Except for them young soldiers We send off to war The $20 bill is on Cody Dikoff's uh, Chicago Farmers recording, Back and Forth, Illinois. Great story. Even better when you tell the story embedded in uh, at the Great River Folk Festival, which, folks, is an awesome thing that happens in La Crosse, Wisconsin, end of August each year. When you shared it there and you put the stories in the middle, which you do a lot of your songs, I think, when you're performing live, you just had us rolling and captivated. Really, you have an awesome stage presence. When you get up there, I I was trying to figure out what you were like when you were in grade school and middle school, high school, if you were class clown. But I don't really see that in you. I see you more like being the intense young man. Can you analyze yourself enough to say what you were like? 
You know, I was still trying to figure it out. I think there were only about 24 of us in my whole class, so we had a couple class clowns. I might have been one of them occasionally, but I was just spending the whole time trying to figure out what I was doing, what I was going to do, why I was there, (laughs) why am I here. So I spent a lot of time daydreaming and thinking, and eventually all those daydreams and adventures kind of started pouring out on paper. But I played sports. I enjoyed playing sports. At first, I think I was kind of hanging out in certain cliques. And then, you know, about junior or senior year, I decided, you know, I'm just going to hang out with everybody. There really aren't that many of us anyway, so might as well start getting to know everybody. And I think that's been important for me as a person and a, and a songwriter, that my time and my friendships and my music are for, for everybody, not just certain cliques or groups of people. In the song, The $20 Bill, you've already told us that your grandma actually was giving you money at various points in time, you know, put it in your shoe, give yourself some backup. But you also said as you got older, you write more and more true. And yet I'm wondering about that knife and killing a, a killing someone. I'm kind of wondering if that actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the great things about being a folk singer is sometimes the shows are over very early. But being young and wild in Chicago, once the show is over, it's not time for the night to end. So I would often get done at like 9 o'clock, and then I would go see my friends play until about midnight, and then there would be an after party until about 2 a.m. And getting on the red line train in Rogers Park at 2.30 in the morning with a suitcase and a guitar is not a good idea. And... uh <laughs> Long story short, there was a gentleman on there who wanted my guitar way more than I did, and generally I would probably just give it to him, but I happened to be feeling about 10 feet tall at the time, and there was an altercation, and long story short, I walked away with the guitar, <laughs> and, the, re- and the, rest, the rest was just up for imagination, interpretation. And the rest is on the police blotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're going to share some more music from Chicago Farmer, but first I want to remind you folks that you are listening to Song of the Soul. NorthernSpiritRadio.org is our website. You see all of our programs and our links to our guests. So when you want to find Cody Deekoff, how to spell that, and how ChicagoFarmer.com is spelt, that should be a pretty easy one, I think, folks. Just come to the site, and you can see all of our guests for the last 12 and a half years. Also on the site, there's a comment button. When you visit, please do comment. We love hearing from you. So please click that when you come. And also there's a donate button. This is full-time work, but it's supported by listener donations. It's not by corporations and it's not by government funding. It's because you, the listener, want to see it continue. Click there. Community radio, though is why this program exists. I was invited way back in 2005 to do this program by WHYS Radio here, Community Radio, right here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Now we're syndicated on some 33 stations nationwide. But it was because Community Radio exists. It brings out voices, music like Chicago Farmer. I I suppose it's not perfectly easy for you to get on the big radio stations, but you must have good community radio stations that deserve listener support as well in your environment there in Bloomington. Do you have something down there? Absolutely. We have a WGLT, which is our NPR affiliate, and they have a program on Sunday nights called Acousticity, which I get quite a few spins on that I'm grateful for. And they have great news and all kinds of different local topics. So yeah, we tune into that quite a bit. I love community public radio. So remember to support them. 
Again, Chicago Farmer is here, chicagofarmer.com. Cody Dikoff is his name, and he's been doing great music. I was looking on CD Baby, and I found a lot of CDs that you don't have listed on your website. I mean, you've got back and forth and Midwest side stories on there, but also Gunshots on Tuesday, something else about time from a small town in Illinois and talk of the town. Do you carry all these around with you or do you just depend on people getting them from the web these days? I mostly just travel around with the last two. Those are the two that I really started kind of finding my way with and getting my bearings with. And, you know, they're the two that I'm not afraid to share with people. (laughs) (laughs) They're the two that I'm really proud of. I love a lot of the songs on the earlier recordings, and I like the recordings, and I'm happy with them, but I'm just really content with the last two. I kind of feel like I found my sound and found my stride, and so those are the two I travel with. The other ones are available for download and whatnot. Do you think you've written songs lately that really transcend who you were before, that really just fill it out like before? I could say a limerick, but now I can recite Evangeline. Yeah, I think I've definitely grown as a songwriter. Like I said, it was back in the early days, I was kind of, you know, it was based on creativity and fiction. And now I'll be 40 this summer, and I've got plenty of life experiences after traveling around the country for the last 15 to 17 years. So I've got plenty of material. Not that I need to go any further than my newspaper or my television set, but really getting out on the road and and seeing the country and meeting people and A lot of my songs are really very character-driven, whether it's about a girl from the hometown or grandma and grandpa or someone who I've met in the big city. Yeah, the songs are very character-driven, and folk music is about folk, so I'm always expanding my writing and trying new things, but I think it always comes back to the characters. Well, go right ahead and prove it by giving us another song. All right, well, we've been on family quite a bit here. So I'll keep the family, and uh, this is a song uh, about my wife called Backseat. Well, all of my troubles and all of my blues, where they take a backseat when I'm with you, and all of my friends and my guitars too. Yeah, they take a back seat when I'm with you. Cause you and me, baby, we drive around. You fix me up when, when I break down. Anywhere that I need, babe, anywhere that I want. That's why I got to have you here up front. And all of my troubles and all of my blues.
by Chicago Farmer, chicagofarmer.com. Cody Deekoff, if you want to know what he is, when he puts his glasses on and works for the Daily Planet, that's his civilian name. Backseat was that song from Back and Forth, Illinois, his recording from back in 2013. This, as you already said, has to do with your wife, and everybody takes a backseat to her, except maybe your dog. I mean, doesn't the dog come between you and the car? Oh, yeah, from time to time. He's pretty snoopy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah she's my number one character she's my co-pilot in the car and in life and you know it takes a special person to marry a traveling musician she is indeed a very special person we met back in isu here in bloomington normal illinois back in the day and i didn't have the guts to ask her out so i had to wait a long time before i finally came around to it we wound up back in the same town around the same time and kind of reconnected and been together and married for 10 and a half years and just about as happy as we can be. Congratulations on that. Thank you. I do know it is a challenging job. I mean, I, I realize a lot of the weekends, evenings, whatever, you, that's when you go out and do your music thing. Does she go with you much? She does. We actually, when we were living in Chicago, she had a, a day job and it seemed like every night I was traveling somewhere and we not only was it hard to survive in Chicago, but it was hard to really find time together. So the fact that we moved down to Bloomington and central Illinois, it's really opened up a lot of freedom for us. And now she actually teaches online. She's an online teacher, and she also makes guitar string jewelry. Instead of guitar strings that have been used and in going into a landfill, she takes them and makes beautiful art out of them. It's called Twice Upon a String. So, yeah, she travels with me about 90% of the time. Sometimes she stays home with the dog, but we kind of have this traveling music and art show that we take on the road with us. And the fact that we get to do it together is pretty awesome. That's wonderful. I do want to give an extra strong plug for upcycled instrument string jewelry, twiceuponastring.com. The link is on chicagofarmer.com. One of the notes there is that 20% of sales benefit individuals' organizations to use music as therapy, and it's got a list of some places that have got those donations. So I think it's worth checking it out. There's some really creative and beautiful things there. That Your wife, what's her name? Her name's Kimber. K-Y-M-B-E-R, and uh, yeah, she started it up one day and just got really good at it and just started running with it, and uh, 
she gets not only strings from me, but she gets strings from uh, Del McCurry Band and Green Sky Bluegrass and Elizabeth Cook and Todd Snyder. And they, it's pretty cool. We go to the mailbox once in a while, and there'll be a big envelope of used strings from some some of our favorite artists. We even got a broken string from John Prine at the John Prine show one time, but I told her that I told her she's not selling that one. We're keeping it. So. <laughs> I have that one hanging from my rear view mirror in my car. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, let's keep going with some more of your music. I want to get it all in before the hour's up. What's next? Really, you know, kind of the power of music is when what it's done for me really is probably comes through in the song Umbrella. What about Umbrella is particularly the power of music for you? Kind of like we mentioned before, I felt like I was kind of lost as a young person. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I was in high school. I was getting in trouble. I was trying to figure out what it was I was supposed to do. And I was vandalizing and just getting my name in the paper for the wrong wrong things. And so when I kind of just made this idea and came home and told my parents I wanted to be a musician and a writer, they were pretty thrilled. <laughs> they uh, were jumping up and down with excitement because I finally found something I wanted to do with my life other than going around town and vandalizing things. And they became really supportive. The music really kind of saved me, and it has it has over the years, too. When my my dad died in 2009, and if it wasn't for music and my family, you know, I don't know if I would have been able to get through that. And not only that kind of uh, brokenheartedness, but just everyday things that happen in life. Just music's always been able to get me through. I've always been able to turn to it. Some people paint. Some people punch walls. Some people do all kinds of different things. They do drugs. They gamble. They drink. Me, I just kind of turn to the guitar and the pen. And you do it beautifully. And here is by Chicago Farmer, Umbrella. Kicking and screaming the day that I took the stage I went searching for some kind of meaning Like words looking for a page Came up empty and full of worry That nothing could cover the These songs and stories began unfolding like an umbrella in the rain. I want to write you a sad, sad song that I hope will make you smile.
trying to find our way through the darkness of our minds. And we'll get our names in the paper someday. I pray not before our time. chicagofarmer.com for more of Cody Dikoff's music like that one, Umbrella from his latest recording, Midwest Side Stories. It seems to me, Cody, that there's a lot of I don't know, pathos, angst there's not a lot in your music that I would describe as feathery fluty type stuff that doesn't seem to be you do you know what I mean? Yeah, I try to keep it as real as possible and I don't try to to sugarcoat anything and I don't try to have any fillers or fluff in my albums. I kind of just get from uh, one subject to the next. You know, life can be very, very joyous and I do have joyous songs and life can also be very down and frustrating and like our political climate and things like that, you know, you just can't go anywhere except in the middle of nowhere without hearing about it. Well, like I said, I'm fortunate enough to, you know, when I see just in my backyard, you know, addiction and and war and, you know, greed and these things going on, I'm, I'm fortunate that as, as frustrating as it is, I have a release like music and songs where I can express myself and, and let it all out instead of holding it all in. Speaking of political issues, just saw recently, I think Illinois, the governor just signed thing declaring it a sanctuary state. Now, when you're in Chicago, that's very clearly applies. Does it apply equally well in Bloomington, normal area? 
really Illinois is very divided. It's kind of north and south of I-80. North of I-80 is very liberal and Cubs fans, and south of I-80 is very conservative and Cardinal fans. So really, you know, you've got the big city in northern Illinois, and then you've got pretty much farmland once you get about 45 miles south of it. So it's a very divided state, just like we're kind of a divided country, and it seems like there's two sides to everything, and our, our politics and, our, and beliefs are definitely different in the two sides of the state. I sense a, a possible song coming up. I'm just using my <laughs> intuition. <laughs> yeah. The two sides of the story, I mean, I, I consider myself, I try to be independent, but there really are two sides. I don't know. It, it gets very confusing in, in life that we uh, keep dividing ourselves over and over again, and I don't know how long it's going to go on. I, I'd like to think as a storyteller that someday it'll be a good ending, but we shall see. I'm not giving up yet. Well, while you're thinking about that, Cody, I'm going to play your song, Two Sides of a Story. It's by Chicago Farmer, and it's on his latest release, Midwest Side Stories. Two Sides of the Story. A young man out walking In the city summer heat In the middle of America In the middle of the street Told of how he lived
searching there forever for a reason to the right can two sides come together just once upon a time two sides to every story there's two sides to every town the side of town that tells the story the side where the story went down if you're telling your side of the story well the side better hold some weight and if you're telling the story of our side of town you better get your story straight moral of the story is get your story Two Sides of a Story is by Cody Dikoff, also known as Chicago Farmer. That's really a song for our times, the two sides of the story. The two sides at each other's throats too often and not listening and get pretty testy. And Do you play to both sides of the nation, in, <laughs> including where you are? Yeah my, yeah, my songs are for everybody. I mean, I do have my own set of opinions and beliefs, and I always... If I see something that I don't like, I sing out about it. I just feel like, unfortunately, we're so stuck in our ways on both sides that it's just so hard to hear or understand where the other side's coming from. And it's something I've been trying to get better. I've been trying to open my ears more and put myself in other people's shoes and see where the other side's coming from, no matter how hard it might be. Any particular issues that you feel particularly strongly about that you want to share on air? yeah i don't know if we have enough time for that but just seeing the amount of of greed and money that goes into politics in general is very frustrating to me knowing that that money can persuade people's decisions money can persuade their perceptions and money can really influence everything i don't think it's the way our democracy was intended I think money has just taken over our politics, it's taken over our food supply, it's taking over our housing, it's taking over our education and our prisons. You know, I know things can't be 100% natural, but I feel like the billionaires and corporations are taking over any chance that we have of that. That's definitely what I was thinking about and what was going on in my mind when I attended the, one of my more recent political kind of forward songs, Farms and Factories. I don't feel like the farms and the factories really mesh too well. We're grateful to have family farms. We're grateful to have the factories and the work. But putting them together just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't think it's humane, and I just don't think it's morally right either. Well, that sounds like a good way to conclude our visit with Cody Dikoff. Again, when he's on stage, he's known as Chicago Farmer, chicagofarmer.com. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org. Cody, it was so fun to see you at the Great River Folk Festival. I hope to run into you again. I love your style. Your storytelling is masterful beyond belief, and your singing is so strong. It just it touches on the roots, the heart of this country. So I'm so thankful that you do share it. Thanks for joining me for Song of the Soul. Well, thank you very much for the kind words, and thanks for uh, sharing my music and stories with the great people of northern Wisconsin and beyond. Yeah, all across the U.S. So here it is by Chicago farmer Cody Dikoff. It's Farms and Factories, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul, Farms and Factories. Said we were born in a barn, the barn, the grandma.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.